Everybody, it is I, the Angry Challenger, sitting here with the Dreaded Challenger. What's up, Dreaded? Hey, everybody, how's it going? Man, that sounded good. That we got some new theme music? Oh, we got some new theme music up in here. I know you didn't hear it, though, so you don't need to lie to me. But the new episode is actually coming out today, sitting in the sound clouds right now, and it's going to be up on the iTunes and all that good stuff, so... Check out Stitcher Where and I get all that, it. and you can get it. So, Dreaded, how about you introduce awesome. the guest? We have a guest today. How about you introduce him? We do, man. I always love having guests. It is our good friend, Strife. Strife is just a, a cool dude. He's a cosplayer, He's fellow a fighting game enthusiast. He is Strife the Warrior. He'll tell you how you can reach him on the social medias, but... Uh, He's a cool guy that we've run into at many of our uh, favorite con spots, you know, like Acon and other Texas conventions. A uh, really cool dude, so we're excited to have Strife on the show today. Strife, how's it going today, man? Man, it's going pretty good. Uh, thank you guys both for having me. I really appreciate it. That's not a problem. Oh, pleasure. <clears throat> okay, Strife, our show, we normally just talk about fighting games and fighting game concepts. We had a few guests on the show. Usually people who work for fighting games, like we had Keats on the show, very cool. We had Sean Huffer of uh, Hitbox on the show, also very cool. Oh, nice. But Dreaded and I, we do other things as well as just fighting game scene. And we do a lot of conventions. I do a lot of traveling all over the country, all over the world. And we want to branch out and really talk to other people who do things that we enjoy. And relate it back to fighting games, of course. We know that you're a fan of fighting games, as well as a cosplayer. So we want to get your thoughts yes, on sir. that. And we also want to kind of pick your brain on your favorite fighting games and fighting game cosplay, things of that nature. For sure, man. I'm, I'm excited. Fighting games is actually uh, one of my favorite genres of all time. So I'm um, very excited about this podcast. So. Excellent, excellent. Awesome. Starting off. What got you into cosplay? You know, it was actually kind of a twisted turn of events. Uh, the stories, I, I basically, uh, at one point, I kind of fell into voice acting by accident. And um, I had a lot of friends of mine that uh, that actually got into it. I uh, One of my buddies, uh, Crisis Animation, he's also called Cry W the Third. Uh, he's one of the guys I actually started voice acting with. He, um, he actually invited me to my first convention. Uh, at this point, I've known him for about a couple of years. He actually uh, was from Dallas, Louisville area. So after a pretty tough time in my life, he asked me to come to my first Acon, which was Acon 24 in uh, June 2013. So um, I just kind of gave it a shot. I, I hadn't really cosplayed before, aside from like Halloween. But I mean, you know, that's kind of debatable. Uh, the kind of stuff that I was wearing was like cosplay, but but you know, I mean, it was. It, the first, the very first cosplay I did before Acon was actually um, Two Face from Batman the Animated Series, and that was actually a commission to you know half and half suit. Which my first convention, and man, I just I had a blast. You know, uh, growing up in a small town, 
the one where you're one of the fewest, like, I mean, pretty much the only nerd in your graduating class. Um, you know, you, and especially because, like, the town I grew up in, which is the one I live in now, is about 2,000 people. It's very hard to find like minded people and like minded interests that you're going. So I felt completely at home and I was hooked and I just, I've just been stuck on it ever since, to be honest. Excellent, excellent. Well, that's cool, man. Um, we know that your signature, your signature cosplay, the one that, that most people recognize you for, is that really cool Green Ranger cosplay and, and all of its um, variants from Power Rangers. So just to let everybody know, you probably, if you've been to a Texas con, you've probably seen this gentleman out and about as the Green Ranger looking fly. Sure, man. I'm always acting a fool. <laughs> Something about you, once you put on a mask, it's just a completely different world. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. It's cool hearing how you started out there. Kind of like cosplay for you is something positive that helped you get out of a bad place. And now you use it to help other people feel that positive. It's like you're shining a light. You're a lighthouse, man. You're a lighthouse. Yeah, man. I, uh, I really appreciate that. I just, uh, you know, especially... Uh, as I was saying earlier, I was like one of the only nerds uh, in school. You know, I got picked on a lot, of course. So it was, it was just, man. You know, I just, I, I don't get why people act like that sometimes, especially in the cosplay community. Um, I just, you know, I always, I always wanted to just have a good time and kick it with people because, like, these are the people I want to be around. You know, that like the same fighting games I do, like the same anime, like the same movies, video games. Um, I, I just don't see a reason why, you know, why we just can't get along because. Um, I just always wanted to be something like people could stand behind, if that makes sense. Yes, that makes sense. So that, that brings me to the second question. I don't understand where you come from on cosplay, but let's get back to our show, The Root of the New let's Challengers. What got you into fighting games? Uh, to be honest, I've been into, uh, like, for the most part, um, the very first fighting game I played that I remember was Mortal Kombat when I was four years old. Interesting. I, mean, I, point. I think we actually rented it before they bought it. Yeah, and I mean, actually, right after that, um, it was actually Street Fighter Two Turbo. Um, you know, I had a had Super Nintendo for the longest time, so they were very close together. But um, more Street Fighter actually stuck to me more, especially when I grew up in my teenage years. Um, of course, at this point, you know, this is like oh one oh three, so this, you know, the internet was popping with game packs and stuff like that. So I um, I was very you know, interested in the storyline, and I love going to arcades, man. I um, I would love playing Marvel vs. Capcom, X Men vs. Street Fighter. You know, I'd love to play Street Fighter Alpha. And then, you know, when it progressed on, because um, after that, after Super Nintendo, I had a 64, but there wasn't many fighting games that I played on that one. Um, I had fight. I mean, Fighters Destiny was pretty dope. I kind of liked it. So I feel it's underrated. Uh, the announcer was always pretty cool. But then I had a, I also had a PS1, so at that point I was able to get back into more uh, Capcom games. Uh, I owned Capcom vs. SNK1, or which at that point was Capcom vs. SNK Pro, if I remember correctly. Uh, Street Fighter Alpha 3. Um, man, I just, I love, I, I love a lot of Capcom's games, and I love the storylines. And, um, and of course, another component, which is probably the one I play the most now, just because of the systems that I own, Super Smash Brothers. Um, I was very heavily into that game for a while, especially when the 64 version came out. I, um, I never really caught on the melee or brawl because I didn't get a GameCube until 2011, and then uh, I didn't get a Wii until about around the same time. So um, brawl, I got into very late. But then when Smash Four came out for the 3DS and uh, Wii, I played it since the day it came out, and I just kind of been really familiar with the physics and stuff like that. So uh, man, I just 
I love fighting games in general. I just, you know, not so much, I mean, definitely for the, the not only just, of course, the gameplay mechanics and stuff, but definitely for the characters and storyline. That always rolls me in, too. Awesome. What was the first game that got you started? Like, like beside, I mean, like, really the first game that you played seriously. What I mean is, what game did you actually sit down and try to, like, learn combos, try to pick your main learn the subtleties of the game, and just try to really excel in. If it wasn't Mortal Kombat, of course. That would actually would have to be the Street Fighter series, especially when I was, you know, at least, you know, middle school, high school. I uh, I loved playing, um, you know, I had a PS1, and then when I, I eventually got a PS2, two of the games, uh, three actually, three of the games I spent the most time on was Street Fighter Anniversary Edition, which had Street Fighter 2 and 3. Um... Street Fighter Alpha Anthology, which had all the alphas, and then uh, Capcom vs. SNK 2. Now, I, I've never, as far as the Street Fighter mechanics, I never studied like tech combos and stuff like that, but I would always love, like, I would always love Street Fighter mechanics. I don't know what it is about it, but it's just so fluid. Um, you know, Ryu was my main, Ryu was my main in a lot of those games, actually, you know. Hello, can you use your so Love Ryu. Um, of course, Ken. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody else that's kind of consistently in all three of those. Um, one that's maybe not as consistent but I love using because I'm a big fan of Bruce Lee was Fei Long. Uh, this is like Tim. And of course, I would say Akuma too. So, uh, But yeah, Street Fighter was probably the um, definitely the first one I really got into heavily because, man, I, I can't count many, how, how many hours of like, you know, age 12 to 16, or actually 12 to 18 playing um, Street Fighter mechanics. Super Smash Brothers would be a very close second. Because for a while, it's pretty untouchable as an ass. And I mean on, that, mean on the 64 version. Okay, cool. Oh, that's that, true. Uh, Ness was a very strong character in the 64 version. That down smash was ridiculous. The yo-yo combo. <laughs> Dude, I, I have, you have no idea how many angry looks I've gotten from that combo. It's, it's pretty ugly. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I knew. You could like kill him in like four hits. We understand how you guys started in cosplay and fighting games. And what your favorite fighting game was where do these things intersect for you fighting games and cosplay and how have fighting games affected you as a cosplayer like what what choices have they made you make or what circles have they gotten you into that sort of thing you know to be honest like a majority of my uh cosplays are fighting game if not fighting game related uh, i mean if you look at my first three cosplays which was two-face ness and um Actually, I'm going to take that back. First four cosplays, which was Two-Face, Ness, the Green Ninja Ranger, and Animal Crossing Villager. I mean, two of them were from Smash, which I mean, both fighting games. So I, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I guess, it, I guess, intentionally, unintentionally, I've kind of lived up to my name of the Warrior because, as some kind of way, a lot of my characters that I've cosplayed have been, um, you know, have been fighting game later, or at least some fighting in some sense. You know, back when I went to Akon the second time around, I started really delving more into cosplay. I started actually looking up all these characters I wanted to do. Um, one of them was Guy. Uh, I actually planned that one since 2014, and Young Geese Tower, two of those costumes you guys saw me in the packs. Um, for the longest time, I've also wanted to do Mortal Kombat 3 Sub-Zero. I, I noticed that like there's a lot of fighting game cosplays out there, but there are a lot of them that are also not cosplayed as much. You know, I guess, man, I, I have to admit it that, like, it's uh, it's pretty heavily. Uh, it's pretty heavy. I mean, for a while too, uh, there's still some other ones I want to tackle. Um, Galford from Samurai Showdown, um, Cabal from Mortal Kombat Three, 
Little Mac from Smash Brothers, uh, like, you know, his original version. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, of course, I've always wanted to do Evil Ryu and Ryu. Um, and I think at one point I was also considering one of the uh, the robot ninjas from Mortal Kombat. I was thinking either Sek 4 or Cyrax. Wow. That is pretty cool, man. I know there's, there's a whole universe of under-cosplayed uh, fighting game characters out there. Um, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and I remember we were at PAX South, and you know you were rocking that guy, which was very, very convincing, very awesome, in the in the Young East Howard. It was pretty cool. Of course, Anger and I, you know, we've been known to go to cons. We've been known to cosplay. I'd say over half of our stuff has been fighting game character related as well. It's just too much fun. Yeah, for sure. I just, uh, I feel like you can get a lot of dynamics. Uh, well, especially if, you know, you're from the same fighting game, you can easily, like, do not only, like, a pose-off, but you can do, like, you know, you can do, do a pose for strikes, you know, kicks, stuff like that. I just feel like there's so many, there's so many dynamics to that, especially if, um, you know, the two characters cosplaying are rivals, you know, um, for instance, I mean, you know, the, the geese that I cosplayed was pretty much in connection of all the characters we had there at the meetup. Um, I just, you know, I, I, not to mention the meetups are fun. I've been, to, I can't even, I've been to at least like five or six Super Smash Brothers meetups, and man, those are freaking fun, dude, because you can like, especially with so many, like, the internet with so many jokes and memes and everything, I mean, it's just, uh, there's so much you can do with the fighting game cosplays, I feel. That's very cool, man. Very cool. And I, I have to ask you, so, would you consider yourself more of a cosplayer or a fighting game player? What would be your forte? Man, to be honest... It'd be kind of a it'd be kind of a very close mix of both, um, because don't get, I mean there's been many a times I would actually sit down and play Smash before at these cons and um, I feel like I could do fairly well in the tournament. I wouldn't say I'd be the best, but I mean I could I would think I could hold my own. But my problem is I feel like I'm gonna miss something on the con floor if I you know spend in the tournament. I figured if I went to a small con I could probably do that. Um, I would say at this point, though, because it's what I'm really focused on is really my passion would probably be cosplayer or cosplay entertainer, is what I like to call myself. I got you. Okay, okay. All right, so you're a cosplayer. You play fighting games. It all works out to me. I like that. Uh, we talked about your favorite fighting game. What's the most recent one you've been playing right now? Like, what is the contemporary fighting game in the world of Strife? Uh, right now it would be Super Smash Brothers 4. Uh, that's one I can easily pick up, and uh, I love practicing on. What, what's really cool about Smash 4 that I liked when they added the feature was the Amiibo feature. Because I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Amiibos at all, but what's cool about the Smash Brothers Amiibos is um, you level them up. They start at level 1, and then they level all the way up to 50. When the process of leveling up, you can actually modify them, their stats, and like uh, you can earn items, and you can... Like, one person can have regenerative healing, like, just from examples in the ability. Another person can have, uh, like, uh, high defense, all, all kinds of stuff. But not only that, as they're leveling up, if you're, say, say if I was solely training one-on-one, which I have done with my little Mac Amiibo, they learn how you fight. Not only that, they copy your behavior. So, um, I actually remember, um, for the longest time, like, first three weeks, I could not be my Amiibo. He actually even copied my behavior of knocking somebody off the stage and taunting. That's how, in the same time that I always used to, that's how freaky, like, the Amiibos were. And it's just, uh, I thought it was a really cool pe- feature, and especially it's, like, a really good way to train yourself, especially if you don't have, like, you know, people play online or people play locally. Man, if I if I had a PS4, I'd love to get in a Street Fighter 
five. Um, you know, just because Street Fighter was, uh, you know, it's always been my jam. But um, I think I did play quite a bit until I got a Wii U, um, Street, Super Street Fighter 4, which I think from that point was probably like in the 2012 to uh, probably like early 2014. All right, right on. Very cool, very cool, very cool. Oh. All right, well, that's pretty detailed. It's good, that's good. Good information for us. So you did Young Geese. We saw your Young Geese. That was one of the most recent cosplays we've seen you do related to fighting games. What other ones do you have coming up in the very near future? Because I know that you're going to Akon, and we'll talk about your appearances here in a minute. But what, uh, okay. what, what's your most recent fighting game cosplay that you've worn? Talk about the. Could you talk about maybe your inspiration behind wanting to do that particular cosplay and? the creation process, and what do you have coming up here in the future? Sure. Uh, well, the recent one I would wore alongside uh, Young Geese was uh, Guy. Um, Guy was somebody I really wanted to do for a long time. I always liked this look. And I was also, you know, being a fan of Capcom in general, um, I was also very heavily in a final fight, um, especially, like, on emulators and stuff like that. I, um, I was playing him. He was really cool. Especially in Street Fighter Alpha 3, actually. I actually played him quite a bit before I got uh, readjusted to Ryu. So, um, yeah, it's very cool. I mean, ninjas, I guess I've kind of been, always been known to uh, cosplay ninjas, I guess, because I love, you know, Guy was a ninja, Ninja Ranger, and I plan on doing Alfred. That was just really cool. I'm just like, um, he kind of had like that stoic demeanor, which I, I guess I could have that sometimes too, and uh, it was just really cool. As far as Young Geese, Geese Howard has always been one of my. My favorite fighting game villains. Um, I just think the dude's a total badass. It's one thing to be a mob boss. It's another one to be one that can kick your ass, too. As far as in the works, if I can get it done in time, I'm hopefully maybe trying to get either Mortal Kombat 3 Sub-Zero or Mortal Kombat 3 Cabal for Anime Fest. Um, I've always wanted to do Mortal Kombat Sub 3 Sub-Zero. It's the one without the mask. I feel like a lot of people don't cosplay him. And that, I actually like his design in that game. And Cabal 2 is very underrated, I feel. And I, I feel like I could kind of pull off the mask with some good EVA home crafting. Okay, cool. Oh, cool. cool. Very yeah, ambitious with the Cabal. Yes, hopefully it comes out because that would look uh, very impressive. Yeah, man, I'm, uh, I'm excited about it. Um, I'm, I'm really trying to get Cabal down because uh, I've kind of learned how to do complex spin from a, another cosplay friend of mine. So uh, I'm really excited to put that to use with Cabal and see how it comes out. Right on, man. You go to these conventions, you're always dressed up. A lot of times you get to do some crazy stuff because you're in that Green Ranger mask. I see you, I see you out there clowning around. It's fun. I, I, I just want to know, like, when you're out at these cons, man, I know crazy stuff has happened. I mean, can you give us at least one um, kind of crazy, cool, extreme, just moments from the con that, like, you could share with everybody. Just, Man. Uh, that would be, PG-13. like, Definitely. I know, yeah, I get you for sure. Um, one of the, definitely the coolest things that's ever happened, um, while I was in the suit, uh, this was actually, uh, last year, my local Comic-Con, the tour of Comic-Con 2016. Um, at that point, at that time, I was guessing with the Texas Power Rangers. Remember, is there, is there, we had uh, um, we were asked to pose with these uh, couple of young kids. They were like, man, they're probably like five, six years old. They were in Sub Zero Scorpion costumes. They're really cool. So we were taking a picture with them, and you know, some people kind of gather around, which I kind of figured. 
And then I didn't notice him leave out of the corner of my eye because um, I was kind of more in the back. I see all these other people like pull the cameras around. Oh, man, what's going on? I guess they're really digging the group. I take, I slowly look to my right because I, I kind of felt somebody like stood, started standing next to me and posing. I look to my right and it's freaking Austin St. John, the original Red Ranger who happened to be a guest at the Comic-Con. He just left his booth to take pictures with us. And I was like, huh, I guess this is happening. So I, <laughs> I turned like right to face the cameras and we were just kind of posing for a good like minute or so. It, uh, it was pretty, it was pretty awesome. And it just, um, Austin St. John, like, he's probably one of the nicest Power Ranger guests I've had, I've had the pleasure of meeting. He's really cool, really down to earth, and he's just, man, dude's so awesome. That really made, you know, it's one thing to, like, to have met these people and, like, to pose alongside one of the guys who was my childhood hero. He was, um, was definitely something else. It was a really awesome moment. I, um, <laughs> I still laugh about that, too, because, like, good thing, like, with the mask, I'm not as nervous for these guys, because, man, if I would have been, like, in a jail, I would have probably, like, I don't know, like, been sweating beads. Man, that's a crazy story right there. I remember uh, I remember him being the Swole Ranger. <laughs> yeah. Like, the Swole it's Ranger. It's lifting time. Yeah, for real. That's a really cool story, man. For sure, man. He uh he's not he's really cool. He's still kinda of swole a little bit. Uh he still works out every now and then. Um I heard he also can drink a beer or two, uh, from what I've heard with some of the guys uh that went out with him. Another, I would say another crazy story, which of course I'll just kind of keep PG-13 very short. Um, I would consider definitely crazy and kind of awkward, which is I think getting getting my butt slapped for the first time in the suit, and it's just I'm just like, yo, whoa, what, you know? And I guess at that point, I have, I thought I was used to cons, and I, you know, I guess I wasn't until you put on spandex. And uh, I think the, the awkward, <laughs> dude, the awkward, the awkward part is like it was from like an underage girl, like teenage girl, like running around and I was like god dog I was just so I was like stop like go to your parents or something listen man, they, it, it, goes exactly. yes, it goes both ways it does go both ways cosplay is not a consent I, I, I believe that in that for sure but the awkward part was it didn't happen once it happened like three times no it was just yeah. I was like like please get get away from me wow a happy customer is a, uh, is a return customer um <laughs> well cool man so tell us about some of your con appearances and uh, we want to hear kind of what you have coming up in the works as far as conventions and where um, you know fans might be able to catch a glimpse of Strife the Warrior for sure man I um, actually the next con uh, I'm heading to is Animetroplex Con Um, it's actually his first con it's a small small one day con it's actually going to be in Texas on uh, March 25th. I think the con's running from 5.30 to 11.30. So it actually had held at this uh, roller rink, which I'm very kind of interested in seeing how this is going to pan out. Very excited because, um, yeah, I consider DFW second home to me. I love my DFW peeps. And then, of course, uh, the weekend after that is uh, my local Comic-Con again, Victoria Comic-Con. I'm actually going to be a guest parent, guest there as well. Excuse me, very excited because... Um, you're going to have some pretty cool faces there. Um, Sean Shimmel's going to be there, the voice of Goku. Uh, Scott Norton, uh, WCW wrestler. Steve Cardenas, who is Rocky, uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, basically uh, the second Red Ranger in the one in the movie. Um, and then the weekend after that, I have Anime Monastery. I think there's going to be a pretty good break between there until at least Anime Central and Econ. 
Sounds good, man. We'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye out. I know um, we'll be catching some of those cons as the new challengers and possibly also legendary duo. But uh, we'll, we'll be looking forward to that. For sure, man. And um, as far as um, other cosplay plans, I'm really hoping to maybe, I'm really going to try to go to Anime Expo this year and see what happens and not, I may just push it till next year. I feel that's like the one big con US-wise that I really want to attend, anime or anime commission-wise, um, you know, before it's all said and done, for uh, start venturing other, otherwise. Yeah, Anime Expo is a really fun con. I recommend anyone who loves anime and wants to go to a big con just for anime, that is the one to go to. And I always vouch for New York Comic Con just in general if you just want to party. It's such a great con. Great area, great food. It's New York. I mean, come on. That's besides the point. Point is, we will definitely see you at Akon, if anything else. Sure, man. Fighting Games and you have a happy relationship. Do you do any online gaming outside of Smash 4? Man, to be honest, it's been a while since I've done that. If I had... um... I've kind of really been focused on cosplay. I think if I get a chance, I'll probably play some Overwatch. Um, I might either purchase it for PC or uh, Xbox One. I'm not really a big fan of shooters, but you know, from the first, the couple times I played Overwatch, I can see why it's so popular and why everybody's into it. I know I also wanted to do uh, Get to the Division. Um, that was a really fun game that I played with my, when I was uh, living with my roommates. And I, honestly, if I, if, I, if I knew more people, I'd, I'd honestly like. Net play some Super Super Nintendo or Sega Genesis, um, but I mean even even with online on Smash Four, I, the last match I played was like in January before PAX. I think it's uh it's been a while since I've, yeah it's been a while since I've done some online gaming. Uh, excuse me, online gaming. Uh, my schedule, especially during the week, is very uh very tight knit because uh, I, I go in at seven. I don't always get off right at six. Um, so it's very uh I got very little room that I can do because I basically have an hour hour round trip commute uh, for work. Sounds a lot like dreaded over there. Yeah, that's the life. For me, it's more <laughs> like an hour wait at a bus stop. <laughs> so. Yeah, that, kind of, that's, that takes forever too. Man. You never know when that bus is going to come. Let's, let's move on to the uh, tail end of our podcast here. Thank you for answering our questions, Strife. We appreciate that. But let's, sure, man. Let's, Thank you for having me. Let's just shoot the breeze a bit here. Let's shoot the breeze. A little bit of miscellaneous things. Uh, overall cosplay plans. Uh, I know that we got some stuff coming up here. Dreaded. We talked about Strife and his stuff. I want to know what you got in the works. Oh, son. Okay. Let me let me tell you. Um, I think almost every single one of the cosplays that I've ever done, if anyone's ever creeped my IP, IG page, Texas Dread. I do, I do fighting game cosplay. I think the only one that wasn't fighting game related was Baki Hanma from Baki the Grappler. And he's a fighter, so. But, I got it in the works right now. If anyone's seen my Nikali, that was fun, but I'm, I'm going to the next level. I paid Capcom the $6.99 for the premium costume. So I got some purple dreads and some, some leather and some, like, a, just a ton of belts. And I'm going to go with premium costume to college. So that's no worse for anybody in Missouri. But as far as my SNK side of the house, I'm looking to uh, put together Ramon and just start uh, running around and flipping off walls. So hopefully I'll have that one done by either ASIN or ACON. 
But I'm excited for both of those. And who knows what down the line? Maybe I'll maybe I'll do maybe I'll do a Boondocks one. I don't know. I don't know. Don't hold me to that one. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Maybe one day, right on. I'll have Jack Flowers. I don't know. Just <laughs> throwing those out there. Throwing them out there. Right on. Right on. Yeah, how about you were self-angry? What you, you have in the works? Oh, I, I, Strife was going to say something. And by the way, all of our names in this chat are rather ominous. Strife, angry, yeah. and dreaded. <laughs> yeah. Where's happy? Where's bashful? Ain't no happy or bashful <laughs> Ain't no grumpy. Yeah, I mean, Strife is a word for conflict. So, I mean, you got angry, angry dreads and conflict. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you were saying Strife? Honestly, if I would do another Street Fighter cosplay, it would be Dan just so I can get knocked out by uh, Nikali over there. So <laughs> I, I'd love to do Dan. Oh man, Dan and Bicky. Yeah, it's easy because it's fun. Uh, shout out to my my buddy Andy Toy. I saw him earlier today hanging out downtown. Because you know I, I'll see a Dan cosplay and it, they just have so much fun hamming it up. Because like he's just a naturally hammy character, even though he's a slam on Robert Garcia, the guy that I you know uh, one of my mm-hmm. favorite place it's all fun and games it's all fun and games for sure someone's father dies <laughs> yeah <laughs> man i can kind of... oh harsh oh, <laughs> for sure poor dan <laughs> poor one out for dan's father yo yeah okay speaking of shooting the breeze our very own angry challenger over here you know we got this fun podcast we do well you were featured you were featured on another fine show the elijah bailey show they I had was, you on i was on there and I, we actually yep. mentioned it in episode 26 i mentioned that i was on the show it's up now came out on thursday wednesday or thursday and yes it's about an hour and 15 minutes long about just my travel to japan cosplay cosplaying while black the movie Get Out, which is an excellent movie. Everyone should go and watch that. Out. And movie. Everyone go watch that. Just a lot of things. We talked about a lot of things. But it was mostly Japan and cosplay, what we talked about. Right on. So, shout out to Elijah Bailey and his really cool podcast. Hopefully, I enjoy listening to it. All hopefully, we'll private. be able to get him on the show. Here, him and his buddy. We should. We should get him on the show. Yeah, we should. Joe, let me know. Return the favor. I'm going to have to check that out, but uh, Angry, I was going to actually ask you, um, what were your uh, upcoming plans in the future as far as uh, cosplay? Oh, yes, the cosplay plans. Uh, I'll be doing uh, Orange Gee Ryo Sakazaki for ASIN, for sure. Hopefully, it will be done. The cosplay actually won't be started until April, so I'm going to try to tell the person who's making it to see if they can have it to me by the middle of May, which should be plenty of time since there's not a bunch going on it would seem with that person before they were actually getting married so there was a lot of hang-ups mm. but that's fine the kim Capuan cosplay came out excellent so i'm also going sure. to be working on well i'm not working on, i'm commission i commission things um, i'm overseas so i can't really make anything for myself but uh souther got somebody to make the cape and the spear for me i'm finally might get that done uh, unfortunately, the last person I commissioned with just, they kind of left, they dropped the ball on me there. They 
they just kind of disappeared and took my money and ran. But fair warning to everyone out there, you know, be careful who you deal with. You can't trust everyone. No, but you know what? The Emperor has no need of love. No, the Emperor Very does much. have need of money, though, and I would definitely appreciate getting my money back. But I'll be able to talk to that oh, person at Akon, so I'll, I'll talk to him about it then. Looking forward to that. It'll be a happy conversation. Uh, the other cosplayers <laughs> that we're going uh, are uh, Hayato from Project Justice, and I put Sweet. that commission in, and I'm not really worried about when I get that. That's just something I'm, I want to do with D-Pity and my buddy Alex. Shout out to Alex Riatti. And the last one, and probably the easiest one besides the Mohawk, is Seth from KOF. Always got to do at least a yeah. black character a year. So I got to do Seth and my buddy Ramon over there. It should be fun. Seth and Ramon, they were a little team up along with their uh, Teutonic little um, friend, Vanessa, um, in the King of Fire. So we'll be, we'll be having it up. Maybe we can find a Vanessa. Who knows? Maybe we can Who find knows? a Vanessa. We just need to find a redhead. That's all we need. Yeah, that, yeah, that wants to cosplay Crimson Viper, but then we uh, tell her, "Hey, why don't you just cosplay the original?" Yeah, and do Vanessa. Yeah, but anyway, that'll be cool. That'll be that good. good. I gotta say though, and everyone here knows this: it's one thing to cosplay by yourself. You cosplay as a crew, you get a group together. Man, it makes it so much more fun, especially fighting games. Yes, I agree for sure. Yeah, man. You know, um, going back to what you were saying, uh, Angry, I don't know if I told either of you this, but believe it or not, you guys have not been the only person ripped off on commission before. Of course, this was back actually before I released the cosplay game, but I got <laughs> by two different people in the same year, uh, 2012, I got screwed twice. Um, it's, uh, that's pretty bad, though, that's all I can say. Um, yeah, I won, I actually um, commissioned a Lincoln Zelda cosplay, uh, actually from both me and my ex at the time, uh, we paid half up front. I paid half up front for both costumes. And then I had, I was at a process, I had commissioned this guy to make a prosthetic for my Two-Face cosplay because I was originally going to do the, uh, the Dark Knight version, uh, you know, Christopher Nolan, but I just ended up, because it didn't come through, uh, at the last second, I, uh, ended up doing the animated series version, which actually was not a better, actually a better choice, I believe. So, um, yeah, like that year totally got screwed out of like $600 from both people all together. Be, beware. I have yet sure. to commission someone yet. I thought about it. I've asked around, but so far I've just sucked it up and made my own, which is fun, but it's all on you. So, you yeah. know, choose which way you go. <laughs> The one place I have had very good luck with and I have not been, uh, I'm sure you guys are familiar with, is Etsy. Um, I feel like it's a little bit more organized, and uh, there's a lot of cool trinkets there, like accessories for like your cosplay and stuff. So those are people that are commissioned too. So you guys may want should check that out sometime as well. Cool. I think I'll, I'll look into it. I use Versin Works for a lot of the cloth stuff I need. There, she's pretty good with what she does. And I reached out to someone else via Instagram, actually. I found them just on a whim, looked at their stuff and said, all right, I'll commission this person, and they're going to make my Hayato. That should be fun. I'm trying to think if I want to commission anything else for this year. Just, I might put a poll out there to see how I'm feeling, but right now, I think I'm good. I'm, this Rio, I mean, I haven't even worn Kim yet. 
I have Kim Cap on. That's done. <laughs> oh, my. yes, you do have Kim. I do have Kim. The wig and everything. For justice. For justice. Nice. Alright, I gotta wear that first before I go crazy, you know. Just have like 15 new cosplays and haven't even worn seven of them. <laughs> That's fun, man. So, that should be interesting. A con appearances. Con appearances. Strife, do you want to go over which cons you'll be at in the next six months or so? Aside from the ones I had mentioned earlier, I uh, I was definitely planning on ASIN and ACON. All goes well, hopefully Anime Expo. That way I can kind of knock it off and just say I've done it. Um, I'm still, I'm, I am debating on Anime Fest because that's still when I really, I, I like going back to Anime Fest, I'm not going to lie. It's a neat four-day con. Uh, but I think at the same time, San Japan's right around that corner too, so I'm not really sure. Um, to be honest, I hadn't really planned on it anything beyond the summer, um, aside from Anime Fest. Um, because it also depends if I uh, move at that time as well, um, which which would be a good thing. Hopefully I'm trying to move up to Dallas-Fort Worth later this year. Um, it's probably looking more like the fall. I, might just, I know there's quite a few small cons around that time. Anime with North Texas was actually pretty fun, um, so I might hit that up again this year. I might hit Anicon up. Um, I'm not entirely entirely sure. Um, we'll see what happens. Oh, I forgot. There are two cons I'm actually might be hitting up before, at least for one day or even a day or so, before um, Anime Central and Acon. I'm possibly going to try to make South Texas Comic Con. Um, Sting's going to be there, so I'm going to maybe try to meet him. Um, and I think there is also Alamo City, which I, I'm not really sure about that because it's, it's like two weeks before Akon, but Ian McDermott is going to be there, uh, the guy that played Emperor Palpatine in the Star Wars film, so we'll see what happens. And I mean, there might be a couple small one-day cons I might hit up too. I just haven't really completely, it just depends on weekends and stuff like that because more schedule. We'll see how it goes. Excellent. All right, man. It does sound like you're gonna you're gonna fill up some fill up some weekends with some awesome conventions. That's really cool. What about you, Dreaded? Okay, the next one, the big one that I'm preparing for, that I'm gonna have my next big cosplay ready for, is definitely Anime Matsuri. That's coming up, and I actually work just right around the corner, so like I'll walk, I'll just like walk by it, just hum anime songs to myself. But anyway, uh, so Anime Matsuri. I'm on the fence on whether I can make it all the way out to ASEN. It's in Chicago. You know, I'm in Houston, Chicago. But I would really like to make that. I know that there's a King of Fighters group out there. And you know, cosplaying King of Fighters is my jam. But definitely making Akon. Badges ready, locked, and rolled for Akon. Most likely going to do A-Fest. So I've I've done Onicon. You know, Angry and I have done Onicon two years in a row. Yes, two years. Not sure. Not sure. I think I'm slated. I have to look. But I think I'm slated to run a half marathon the same day. So those are kind of mutually exclusive. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see, man. But my guy with some people, man, you can guys come up to Anime on Surrey and see me there. Excellent. Um, and that's what I have for, for now. I've got Anime Central coming up next. And then that's up in Chicago. Then I'll be heading to Megacon Orlando. That following weekend, down in good old Florida. Then I'll be heading to Dallas for Acon, and yep. then off to Australia for Sydney Supernova. 
and that should be fun. I have a friend out there who's going to get me free badge, so that'll be good. Uh, as for the rest of the year, uh, it's hard to tell. I'm still looking at my work schedule, but it's looking like I'm going to get to go back to Anime Week in Atlanta, which is cool. And hopefully, if I can get tickets, and that's a big if, New York Comic Con. I would love to go again. So maybe I'll just have to enter a bunch of contests. See if I can win the tickets. Cause oh, nice. It's ridiculous trying to get tickets for New York Comic Con. But Yeah, other than that, I mean, that's just for the fall. I've got 50 days to fill, so if there's any cool Texas cons in the fall, I'd love to do that. Well, you know we'll be here in the great state of Texas. Oh, yes, of course. We've got you the at, so we will uh, we'll be probably, we could probably sit down and do a pod then. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll no see what promises. happens. We'll see what happens. When is A-Fest? Mid-August. Yeah, something like that. Well, see, the thing is, it, it, for the most part, it's always been on um, Labor Day weekend, but it's been moved back these past couple of years. Uh, 2016 and then this year, too. 2015 was actually on uh, Labor Day weekend, and I, rem- I couldn't go 2014 because it, it was the same weekend as Delta H, and it wasn't on Labor Day weekend that weekend either. Uh, okay. Maybe I go back to Japan if I can't go to New York Comic Con. No, you know, I guess that's a concession. <laughs> Mister Mister International, bring that anger all international. Of course, of course. Angry reacts only. <laughs> anger reacts only. Shout out to Kawhi. <laughs> so, looking forward. If anybody has any questions about fighting game concepts or if they want to try to be on the show, let us know. Contact us. Uh, you can contact us at our page, The New Challengers. You can contact us on the Legendary Duo page. Or send us a message on SoundCloud or something like that, and we'll try to get back to you. Uh, let us know who you are and what you'd like to hear for our vast listener base. <laughs> we know we've probably been alienating the few people that did used to listen to us, so... It's good to be back, though. It's good to be back on on the horn. I just actually, during this podcast, released episode 26. So go ahead and give that a listen. Yeah, Um, we're just calling that the beginning of season two. So hopefully season two is going to feature a lot more guests, other cosplayers and fighting game players, and everything under the sun. And hopefully we'll be able to cover more stuff. And you know what? I, I didn't mention something. We haven't really talked a lot about fighting games. We know the new KOF patch came out to make the graphics better, but Whip is the new DLC character, which is cool. Haven't seen the yeah. deal. Waiting on the Desert Eagle. Uh, Colleen is in Street Fighter V now. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I got my hand on Colleen. Because what Street Fighter V needed was more blonde chicks. Let's be real. Yes. Don't have enough blonde. No, I'm kidding. But okay, so. From my limited time in the lab, in the laboratory, mixing and conjugating and, and, and doing all kinds of experiments with Colleen, is that Capcom is saying, we are trying to give you some different looks, some different ways to play this game. You know, not just straight for fireball, uppercut, you know, command throw characters. Colleen, much like Fong and much like uh, Rashid, they don't fall into one of those categories. If you remember a while back in 
I'll just call it season one. I don't remember what episode it is, but if you look back at our, our podcast feed, we kind of broke down all the different subtypes of characters. You know, you had your standard characters, your zoners, your rushdown characters, you know, your motion movement characters and whatnot. I'm trying to place Colleen into one of those and she's like she's groundbreaking. Like she's kind of kind of her own thing. Now I'm not saying that she has something that is so new to fighting games, but it's her mix. She's mix up heavy. Like her projectile that like comes, like she'll create it and it'll come down at an angle. So it's like a lot of, you know, traps and mix ups. And then on top of that, she has a, like a, a geese style counter, you know, where if you get too predictable, you can catch some stuff for some big damage. And then she has this, like a lot of her, app, her, her offense is based on this back stuff. So she's like a counter character, a movement character, a trap character, all kind of in one. And it's like Capcom saying, like, we want you to not just be able to just get locked into the guiles in the, in the reviews of the game. We want you to try to find different ways of, of getting wins. Now, she doesn't even have an invincible reversal, but her V skill is like, a, has armor on it. It's like a counter move, and she actually has counter. So, I'm going to try to get into the lab with her and get more impressions for you guys, but I think she's really refreshing, even though she looks a lot like Amy and Mika, Kareem, and everything. She's complete. She's her own woman. You know what I'm saying? And it's very, um, it's very refreshing. Like they're trying, they're trying to look out for the future of the franchise. And I'm really looking forward to what's coming next, man. We got four more brand spanking new characters, and I'm looking forward to them. So, yeah, there you go. Look, I think. For anyone who's asking, yeah, I think she'll be a solid mid-tier character because she's very technical, and it'll take a while to um, get to like build your offense with her. That's all I have to say. Well, I'm hoping that the game expands with even more interesting characters like that. Because right now, all my interesting characters are inside my KOF. Now, I don't agree with the fact that Whip costs five ninety-nine. I haven't liked Whip enough to pay that kind of money. Even if she does have the Desert Eagle. I don't care enough. I just don't. I'm sorry. Well, it's not like King Fighters 14 is hurting on characters to pick. That's true. Right That's now. True. They lost like 50 characters. So I think the DLC thing is just for like the hardcore fans, like who absolutely need Whip, who hasn't been around since what? King Fighters 2000? Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Whip has was in 2001. She was in 2002. And, of course, the Ultimate Match versions. She pretty much was in the game up until 12. Okay. So, and and if you don't know who she is, don't know she was in she's a girl. She works for so she kind of connects to the Akari Warriors, yes. Leona and the crew. Yes. Um, and she fights with a whip, an actual whip. And so she has some very interesting and some would say cheap moves like Ivy from Soul Calibur like everyone's out there with swords and she's out there with a whip hmm. so expect some long folks and some some long range nonsense oh yeah and when he said Desert Eagle yeah that's a that's a pistol she just shoots shoots fools so. straight up shoots anyway yo who would you like to see with the other DLC characters I would like to see Yamazaki and I would like to see Blue Man Yamazaki yes here's hoping here is hoping. Yeah, all my most of the characters I like from King of Fighters 13 and other previous King of Fighters made it. 
But, you know, it'd be cool to have Ramon's buddy Seth in there. I'm just saying. Oh, well, of course. Cool. Of course. He's a he's a heir. He's weird because he's a counter character on the ground, but he also has a lot of dive kicks. So that'd be kind of weird. He's got like four dive kicks. Yes. One for each button. It's crazy. He's got more dive kicks than that game dive kick. So, well, not that many, but... So, yeah. Strife, before we uh, close out here, is there anything else you want to let your people know? Talk about your social media. Talk about your appearances and all that. Nature. Yeah, there was actually one thing. And I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I don't know why I forgot uh, because I guess my memory's just getting that bad. So some of you guys may or may not know, I'm actually starring in an upcoming fan film based on Power Rangers. I actually uh, cast in the role of Tommy. Uh, we're going to start shooting, I want to say, in the summer. So um, from what I know, I can't. Live too much on about plotline or anything like that, but it's actually going to be released in episodes or I guess like kind of a series, so to speak. So, um, definitely check that out. Um, I know the Facebook page was just made today under Power Rangers Fan Film dash or um, apostrophe 17. Um, you can definitely check that out or at, at PR Fan Film 17. Something terrible for our usernames. Um, you can also catch me on my social media as well. Um, I'm Strife the Warrior Cosmo on Facebook and Strike the Warrior um, on Instagram. Yeah, feel free to check out my work. Um, I love talking to people, love meeting, networking, love all that jazz. Cool. Fantastic. I know you post awesome King of Fighters group uh, shots up on your IG, which is uh, Strike the Warrior, Strike Spell with a Y. So people give that a give that a search. And check them out sure. on Facebook as well. And and Twitter. Do all of that. Do it for the ground. Do it. Do it for the vine. Do it for the well, don't do it, <laughs> don't do it for the vine. That's kind of a waste of time at this point. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> awesome, and of course, man. let's shout out the USO. The USO does a lot of great things for the troops, service members, retired and otherwise, and their families. Support the United Services Organization. They do a lot of great things. I've actually got a Mario Kart tournament coming up here in the next couple of days that I'm going to host. But please, please go to uso.org, that's uso.org, and donate a little bit of your cash to help them out because they do a lot of great things. And I know that the new challengers would not exist without the USO. So, the USO, this is true. A, a lot of great things come out of the USO. So please support the USO, and uh, they will continue supporting the people that serve us and our country. United States of America. Outstanding. And that's the show. That is the show. And Strife, we appreciate you. It was a good show. Strife, we appreciate you coming out on the show. I appreciate you guys for having me. Thanks again. Of course, no problem. Yo, why don't you do the honors this time? You want me to do the honors? Yeah, I want want me to do the honors. Then I will do it. Bro, get it. Until the next challenge. You know we keep it cooler, keep it clean, cold and cooler. Don't be mad at me, master boxer. Oh, we diving through ya like a squad of scoopers. Don't be mad at me, master boxer. Falling like a hoop 